Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning. How are you doing here? We're approaching the end of uh, June, heading heading for uh, July, which is kind of fun. Um, and we'll uh, we're going to do a little bit of uh, kind of a cool thing about July Fourth. Is you know, it's a, it's a Independence Day. Uh, mm-hmm. of America freedom and so we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that we'll actually have a short short session on that one of just uh, celebrating uh, you know America and, and we know Excellent. that there's no there's a lot of stuff going on but the uh, uh, the joy of and the privilege of being an American is still is still real so we it's still very real I agree. we can, we can yes. celebrate uh, <laughs> we can celebrate July 4th and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that but uh, we've been talking about uh, peace and shalom and living in that to receive the covenant is God says I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing um, we talked about the aspect of uh, shalom is something that God is and mm-hmm. that he offers it to us through uh, receiving it uh, including uh, when we're in tribulation you know don't be anxious he said I know I know you're going to get anxious but don't stay anxious uh, but rather come and ask me what I have to say about this trust me, believe it, I'm going to give you my shalom in the process while I lead you to my answer, which will even mm-hmm. strengthen your shalom and give you the confidence that you can stay in shalom. So it's kind of, right. it's kind of fun uh, to do that. Um, and as we, as we do that, one of the issues in life is uh, tricky stuff, difficult things, uh, people around us that have differences of thought, uh, things that we know are not godly, and how do we respond mm-hmm. to all that? And so, uh, and we've we've uh, you know said to people, hey, if you got a question, you know, send it in. And we got a great uh, question uh, from a guy that's listening to our podcast, and uh, uh, his name is Trent, and he says um, uh, we mentioned we've been talking about, it, and we we discuss this uh, treating people with honor and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he says. Uh, you know, can you expand upon this for what this means as, as Christians? Um, in essence, how do we uh, handle honor and respect with people that are are strongly coming against us mm-hmm. of their positions, which are ungodly? You know, things like, right. um, you know, transgender or uh, same-sex marriage or abortion right. or uh, other, other things that... Um, that we have a disagreement about because we think we know truth mm-hmm. and we don't think they do know truth. And how do I handle basically that conflict uh, right. that, that's there? So it's a, it's a great question uh, of, you know, how do we handle this? So um, let's first of all go to um, Ephesians 4, uh, mm-hmm. fi- 15 and 16. And uh, let's see what he says here. Um, he's trying to sure. he's trying to set up the the prospect of of how do we handle disagreement and how do we handle uh, things together in in a, in a world that we have to deal with other people. So how do how right. do we do that? 
Ephesians says, 4, 15 and 16. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Okay. Um, so he says, uh, speak the truth uh, mm-hmm. in love. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the word love there is with, uh, in essence, what we've talked about is with honor and respect. Mm. Uh, okay. Is um, I have a desire to stay in the place of God's love, which God's love, and we'll, and we'll talk about this, isn't absent of truth. It's inviting us to the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, remember, we talked a little bit about and this. And that is loving. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit about that when, when it said that, that God, you know, hates those that committed iniquity. Was right. Well, it's, it's the righteousness, the holiness of God that actually says, because of your iniquity, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I can't touch it. So in essence, I'm against it because of justice. Um, right. What I've done is given you the opportunity to receive the best that I have to offer, which is which is love. So I invite you to that. Uh, so keep mm-hmm. keep setting that up. Is I'm going to invite people to truth with an invitation to process that. By the way, for what purpose mm-hmm. to build them up? To build them up. Right. Okay. What will build them up is growing in the body growing in the head of Christ and becoming stronger and stronger of my life and God and experiencing it soon mm-hmm. enough. What we say is the covenant is as they experience the blessed to be a blessing, they will assist the facilitation of building each other up. It's all based on what? Speaking the truth. And the word truth there um, isn't absolute truth. It's, it's what we know to be true at the moment with a heart of us to pursue truth, and and we'll we'll got to hold mm-hmm. that kind of aside for the moment. We'll come back to it. Uh, okay, go to go to Ephesians uh, four now twenty five to thirty two, and this is implying you got conflict and you got anger. So go ahead. Okay, twenty five to thirty two. Yep. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Keep going. All, the way, all the way to 32. Yep. Okay. Um, let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working, working with his hand what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it might impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ, as God in Christ forgave you. Yeah, a um, lot, lot in there. And it's implying mm-hmm. uh, in your anger um, because there's false, there's opposition, there's uh, trying to persuade you to, to move toward accepting things that aren't true. Mm-hmm. Um, in your anger, he says, do not sin um, and let the uh, devil gain a foothold by now dragging you. Again, think of the simplicity of it is sinning is moving away from the life of God mm-hmm. and the righteousness of God into the flesh and in back into the world where now the enemy has power over you and now you're going to battle. 
Right. Um, and you're arguing, fighting, debating, getting sucked in uh, to your anger to try to persuade somebody that they're wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, by the way, it doesn't even imply here that, that you're not wrong. It's, it's, it's saying if you have a heart, you're probably moving toward truth, which we'll talk about. But um, he said don't get engaged in a way that you lose that ability uh, in verse 29 which would be the definition of honor and respect. Go ahead and read verse 29 again. So it, it kind of helps yeah, us this. it kind of helps us define what honor and respect looks like. Good. <clears throat> Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. Yeah. Uh, so corruptness would be attack, arguing, debating, fighting, mm-hmm. uh, foolishness, uh, persuading uh, strongly. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, well, don't let that happen uh, in your process of dealing with, with things that aren't true. Uh, and he says, by the way, in verse 32, it's all based upon what? Forgive each other as what? Mm-hmm. Just as Christ forgave, as God forgave us through Christ. Okay, now this is an important little piece of the puzzle. Um, Christ forgave who? Everybody. Mm-hmm. Where? At the cross, based on what? His nature. Right. So he says, now you're dealing with somebody, and, and you know this person gave the illustration of what about when they're really coming hard about beliefs that are absolutely ungodly? Right. Okay. Uh, yep. We got to deal with that first. Forgive them as Christ forgave you, which is His no nature. He forgave everybody, mm-hmm. and um, you don't have any energy. To try to persuade anybody of anything because you've taken away the requirement to be, become perfect. Um, mm. Okay, now. Say that again. That's an important thing right there yeah. that you just said. So, I just want everybody to so hear that one more time. If, you, <laughs> if you've received forgiveness on the basis that we've been forgiven, we deserved his wrath, mm-hmm. but, um, and member separation because of holiness and unholiness, we had no opportunity to be with him. He said, you deserve my wrath because of my nature. On the other side of it, I went to take the penalty, mm-hmm. and I now forgave you, released the requirement to become perfect mm-hmm. uh, so that you could have relationship with me. Now, the words are really critical. It doesn't say reconcile or force yep. reconciliation because God doesn't do that. He says, I forgave you, but I haven't reconciled with you because reconciliation requires what? Two parties, parties, yeah, and two parties have to do what? Go to the truth, mm-hmm. so that he says, "I took care of the problem. Um, I went to the cross. I, 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 re- I justified you, gave you an opportunity to have life with me. Now, in order to have life with me, what must the other party do? Process the truth. Mm-hmm. I am separated from you. I, I have to. I'm supposed to be perfect, but I can't get there. But you took care of it." I receive mm-hmm. what you did for me, and now I accept the truth. Now, right. if you receive the truth, God says, welcome. Right. If, if you reject the truth, what does God say? I can't well, have a relationship yeah. with you. I mean, that's it. You've severed that. Yeah. Uh, you've separated. You remain separated from me, and I can't change that. See, I can't alter the truth. Right. Uh, just, just in order to be reconciled. Mm-hmm. I'll let you not be reconciled and separated from me, and actually you're an enmity. And in fact, that him allowing you to stay in that place, there is a hope that that, that 
how miserable you'll be in that place, honestly, will bring you to repentance. Right. That will ultimately bring you back into the reconciliation. Right, right. And because of, he says, the kingdom of God is righteous, peace, and joy, even though his, his heart is, I would love for you to be reconciled to me. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you not. I'll let you even die eternally separated from me, living in hell, where there's there's misery, the eternity, mm-hmm. e- eternally. Um, I still am in the kingdom, which is still joyful, and and pleasant. You know, so that's where I'm living. Okay, so he says forgiveness is critical. Uh, now he goes back and says, don't lie to each other. Mm-hmm. And the word there isn't, you know, uh, making fabrication. Uh, it's speak up. You lie. Mm. You lie because you just are silent. Um, oh wow! And you do nothing about this when you're engaged in something. You just uh, are doing silent. You're really lying to that person because, in an essence, what are you doing? Not inviting them to truth at all. Right. And by definition, you're kind of sanctioning their truth. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's okay. Uh, that's what's happening to the church in a big, big way. I guess that's okay. Um, well, and we can all see ourselves in that. We've, we've found ourselves yeah. in situations where we've chosen to remain quiet um, rather than speak the truth in love and just didn't want to bother to go there. Right. Knowing um, the conflict it could bring, knowing, you know, all kinds of different things. There's a lot of different reasons why we stay quiet. But yeah. there are those. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, uh, now he says, so speak up. Uh, and by the way, as I so guide you and uh, then speak truth to mm-hmm. your neighbor. Now remember these, are, and he's implying because you you have difficulty here, in mm-hmm. your anger do not sin. He's, he's saying, yeah, this is he's, this is making you upset. These could be hot topics. Uh, you're not happy about this. Uh, they're believing something that's absolutely not true, uh, or you're not. They're not. They're coming against you, and uh, that's okay. Uh, he says your job is to speak. And the word here, truth, is your truth. That's all you can speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what are you inviting them to the, to the truth? And we'll and we'll get to that. So. Your role is not to not to be uh, accepting, which is where discernment, it, it is discernment comes in. Okay, what do I know to be true? That's the first line of attack. Mm-hmm. What do I know to be true? What's, Based what's, on God's word too, yeah. Yeah, and if I'm fuzzy, well, I need to go into the, the word of God and pursue that with, with my spouse, with my inner circle, and let's go pursue what do we, what do we really know is at least what we see as truth that we can mm-hmm. share. Okay. All right, now go to um, uh, Philippians 2, 1 to 6, because it talks about an important element of this. Okay, this, is in the, this is in the question, remember, of how do we handle treating people with honor and respect at the same time, not falling into or accepting or sanctioning things that are false? That's, that's a right. good, 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 good question. Therefore, if, any, if, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal to God, equal yeah. with God. Yeah. So um, um, if you uh, look at uh, what it says here is that uh, God's heart 
is for us to walk into unity together mm -hmm. with him uh, of truth, what's the truth, that we come to an agreement of that. Mm -hmm. um, and we're moving toward truth. Uh, he said that would be the best possible scenario because that's where the blessing's going to happen. That's where right. life is going to happen. And it is based on truth. Uh, mm -hmm. He says, now, while you're doing that, uh, you're going to have disagreement. Right. Uh, while you're processing that, uh, look out not only for your own interest, but for the interest of others. Okay, so what mm -hmm. that means is this. You're processing. Mm -hmm. It says, first of all, don't cave. Don't just say, well, whatever. Um, in order to be honorable, I'll just accept what you say is true. Isn't that holy? And God says, mm -hmm. no. you got to stand on what you know to be true. And, and right. your, your own interest, remember, is you have a heart for truth and you're pursuing truth, and the other party hasn't got there yet with you. By the way, you may not be there fully either, which is why you mm -hmm. respect the other party. Uh, right. Is, all right, I'm going to state what I believe to be true, and now I'd like to hear what you have to say is true. Tell me tell me what you think, what do you believe, on what basis do you believe it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen. It doesn't mean I'm being persuaded. It's just a matter of let's process while I maintain it until what? We both see God's truth. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, God's truth is in Scripture. Right? And if you're dealing with these sticky subjects like gay marriage or you're, st you're uh, with uh, transgender or abortion um, or, you know, let's, let's take something that we probably don't have much disagreement on, but, but it exists as adultery. Mm -hmm. well, it's not fuzzy in Scripture. Um, and so when you're debating those or processing those, it's, well, let's go process together with truth and generally speaking, the other party, think about why they're taking their position. They're taking their position because they don't know the truth. They think mm -hmm. what they believe is true, but it's not true. We know it's not true because it's, right. not, it's not biblical. Uh, and this can be all kinds of stuff. Okay. So he says, uh, pursue truth, pursue, pursue truth, and do it well with respect. Okay. Now go to John 3, 16 to 21. And, and we, we know John's three sixteen, but we have to keep going further into verse 21 to help us understand what he's talking about here. Go ahead. Sure. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Okay, so um, he says the demarcation is, uh, first of all, you stand condemned already until you mm -hmm. come to the truth uh, the light and you have to process that light and he goes on to say those that are remaining evil and this can be other believers by the way who aren't have a heart to go to the truth go to the light mm -hmm. he keeps saying if you have a heart and you're following me you always have a heart to do what go to the light right and he, and he defines it as truth uh, let me show you truth I'm going to guide you into truth and all I'm asking you children is first of all, as an unbeliever, 
you need to come and, and, and receive the fundamental thing that I've taken care of your issue and mm-hmm. you can have a relationship with me. Otherwise, you remain condemned. I can't have any relationship with you. Those that have said yes, now your heart keep coming to the light, keep pursuing mm-hmm. truth together and I'll, and I'll process it. And if you do, you'll have life. If you don't, you're going to experience evil. And the word evil there is things that irritate, frustrate, uh, annoy, annoy, and cause yeah. you all kinds of trouble because you don't have a heart to go to truth. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's kind of the issue. Where's your heart? Do you have a heart to go to truth or not to truth? God says, I'm inviting you always what? To the truth. Okay, now mm-hmm. let's let's put this together, then we'll kind of package it. Go to uh, Psalm 4, excuse me, Psalm 25, 4 and 5, and it says something about God's heart for us. What does it say? Psalm 25, 4 and 5 says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Yeah. Uh, so the heart is, um, and remember, it's it's uh, going to God and saying, lead me, teach me, show me the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a heart for the truth. I'm expecting you to guide, lead, and, and take me to the truth. And he says... Um, it will be based upon what I've already written mm-hmm. in the scriptures and the Bible and these things you can count on. Uh, and would you pursue that with me? So, so as we're talking to uh, this person that has a question about it, here's number one. Um, where do you stand? Mm-hmm. Do you have a heart for truth? Right. If you do, you'll constantly be saying, I want to go to you. I want to be led by you. I want to be led to, led to the light. I want to receive the light. I know the scriptures have light. Um, mm-hmm. and we even talked about, you know, with your other question that came up earlier was, what about when you get something really tough? Like, it seems mm-hmm. like God, it says God hates somebody. How does that work? Well, if you have a heart to go to truth, what will you do? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep asking. And in, he in says he word. loves to give wisdom um, liberally. Let, yes. Let's go to that truth. Okay, so now you're coming across another person mm-hmm. um, let's first of all say it's an unbeliever okay and they're strong about um, these issues of uh, abortion homosexuality uh, transgender adultery all this stuff what well, what's the only thing we can do show them what God invite them to see what God has to say about what about himself mm-hmm. see it's it, it it really does no good to discuss yeah. any of that because yeah in fact the topic is just almost a distraction from him yeah when you're talking about a non-believer yeah. nothing is going to change until they meet him yeah that's the important yeah. thing and so and then see he the, can do the rest of the work the discussion would be well i'd like to you know have this argument about abortion well okay um we're gonna we're gonna you know my my reaction is i say well we're gonna differ on that already right. Because you have a certain worldview, I have a certain worldview. My view is based upon life with God and the truth of the scriptures which speak to this. Would you like to know God? Right. And the reality is that apart from God, our view does not make sense. Right. That's right. Um, And so we can't make them make sense. You know, if they're coming from a different worldview, they have to meet him first. Yeah. So usually what I do is is I, I don't debate them, fight them about that argument. It's rather, well... Um, it's this is about life, and mm-hmm. and one thing I know about God is that He wants us to live a grand, exceptional life, 
are you living that? You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times, well, not really. Well, would you like to know? See, I flip it. And I don't debate them about this topic. It's about really the life with God. Either you have a heart to at least consider it or right. not. Because if you don't, even God says, I, there's nothing I can do. Right. And I let you not be reconciled. And right. I can't have a relationship with you. And you're not ever going to know truth. And in spending the energy, you are throwing pearls before the swine. That's it. That's it. Uh, and so he says, don't, don't debate that. Uh, so I don't. Um, and... I know the truth. I know what they say isn't true, but it, it's not. It doesn't do any good to fight about that. It's about well, what about life with God? And mm-hmm. guess what? What what is critical is for that person to see the beautiful life that I get to experience because of the covenant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm absent of trouble, but it means God resolves my trouble. I have joy. I have peace. I have a wonder. I have supernatural stuff right. happen. Right in the middle of all of it. And I get to say to them, hey, would you like to know that? Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, no. Okay, that, that's fine. There's nothing more to talk about. Okay, now let's talk about a believer. Um, there's differences of opinion in the church about these very topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm a student of the word, I know that these different positions are not true. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, by, by the way, how did I know that? By taking the time to spend time in his word and ask God and let him reveal it. See, I didn't I didn't just go to church. Right. And have a pastor tell me that. Right. Because a lot of things they say aren't, aren't necessarily even true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did is take the time to get in the word myself. Yes. Well, what do you have to say about this? What's true about this? And, and with my circle, inner circle, my family, my wife, my uh, small group, it's Let's go. Let's go process this stuff, mm-hmm. just with a heart to go to the light. That's it. I just like to know mm-hmm. that. I, I really do want to know the truth and what not not somebody else's truth. I'd like to know what God has to say about this as He facilitates that. Okay, so I have truth that I understand. By the way, it's not complete truth. It's it's a perspective on truth. Um, now I have conflict with somebody who's a fellow believer. Mm-hmm. that says, um, I think this is okay. I think abortion is okay. I think transgender is okay. I think this is okay. Um, I got a family member that, you know, I'm not saying I have one, but I'm saying people say I have a family member that thinks, right. thinks it's okay. Um, okay. Um, first of all, what do you know? It's not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I know, I know the truth about that. Um, so um, I got to deal with that person with, with honor and respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I do is two things. Go to Colossians 2, excuse me, Colossians 4, 2 to 6. And I, and I do these two things uh, as I approach it. Colossians, Colossians 4, 4. 4, 2 to 6. All righty. It says, continue earnestly in prayer, be, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom towards those who are outside redeeming the time. Yeah. So I know, because you know, you're, you're around people, and, and you know, well, okay, I, I'm listening, I'm hearing, I'm experiencing, yeah, they don't, mm-hmm. they, they, they really have a different thought about this. Uh, okay, uh, Father, I'm going to pray that you open up a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm willing to share the truth in love, um, I'm not going to go barge in and, and just condemn them. I'm going to, I'm going to, how can I say this? Remember he says with grace, mm-hmm. with honor and respect, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. Um, how can I speak truth 
in a way that at least gets them to think about it and maybe ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not going to be with me hammering them. It's going to be with me speaking truth. And so I'm not accepting what they say is true. And I can even say, you know, what you believe or what you think is I can't really support that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that may not be the way God wants us to live. And I'm not willing to accept that. I'd be happy to process that with you. And, let, and by the way, okay, if they say yes, my invitation is really simple. Let's go to the Word and see. Mm-hmm. Do you have a heart to go to the Word and see? And that tells you a lot. Right. Uh, because, and we have this in our retreats, we have young couples that come, and the topic gets on to uh, this issue of transgender and gay marriage. Uh, what do you think? That's oh, okay. The church says it's okay. God is love, and, and, and two people love each other, or they want to identify as that, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. I said, well, do you know what the Word says about that? Well, no. What do you mean? Well, the Word has something to say about that. Like what? Okay, we get in the Word, and I can give them verses, both in New Testament, right. and say, okay, now what do you say? Well, yeah, but um, that's Paul when he was, you know, two centuries or 2,000 years ago, was in a different culture. Um, it doesn't mean that. I said, well, that's what it says. Right. I, I said, so what you're really saying is the issue isn't with that. It's your issue is with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, is are you believing that the whole Word of God is true? And if it's not, by the way, we don't have to understand it. But if we, if it's true, at least we see it does say that. Right. Now, now Even I, if we don't understand, then we just wrestle through that with God. Now I got to go further and go with it, and I'd be happy to do that with you. Yeah. But if you don't believe the Bible is true, there's really not much I can talk about because you're going to have an opinion, right. and I, I'm voicing what I think that the Word has to say. But if you don't accept that as truth, then then there's nowhere to go with it. Um, and then I go to. Second uh, Timothy two, and go ahead and read that uh, twenty through twenty six. Second Timothy two twenty to twenty six. That kind of caps it all. Have that one up. Um, give me just a second. Second Timothy two twenty two to twenty six. Uh, twenty twenty to twenty six. Twenty to twenty six. Okay. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they are that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Yeah. Um, so he said, I pray that, um, well, they get released from being taken captive by the will of the enemy. And the will of the enemy is maintain your position and don't pursue God's truth. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been taken captive. Okay, right. so there's nothing I can do about that. I, all I can do is pray that they get released, get their will back, with their will, repent. Repent means I want to go. I do want to pursue the truth. Right. Now, now we don't have to go into foolish argument or debate or fighting. It's just let's go pursue the truth together. And so it really mm-hmm. boils down to that is, yes, with discernment, I'm always willing to speak the truth. I'm never afraid of it. I am never afraid of it. 
What right. I don't do is hammer people with it. Right. And say, and it's not my job to convince them. I'm not to persuade them. I'm not convince them. It's that I'll, I'll speak up. I'll say, mm-hmm. no, I don't agree with that, or I don't support that, or I think your position isn't of God. And I say, would you like to go together into the Word mm-hmm. to see what the Word says, and let's process it together? Um, and either they do or they don't. If they do, right. the Word speaks on its own. And right. And I'm just there to help them unpack it. Just bring him to their feet, to his feet. Um, if yep. they don't, God says, don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take your peace back, dust your feet off, and just say, well, whenever you have a heart to pursue the truth, hallelujah, I'll go. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going to keep pursuing the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to have people around me. That's why I said, we, we said this before when you talked about God hating, is, well, surround yourself with people that have a heart to, to sit with God. Right. Uh, and don't sit with those that are scornful. It doesn't mean you don't talk right. to them. It doesn't mean you don't invite them. It doesn't mean you don't have a relationship with them. It just means don't waste your time mm-hmm. trying to, to argue your point. And therefore, I can always be with honor and respect um, without giving in or caving to truth and or being silent about truth. Mm-hmm. Is that, no, I'll speak up. I'm not afraid to ever speak up. But it's do you want to go together? If you do, great, let's go. If you don't, I can't take that responsibility on right. you. I, I feel sorry for you because I think, I think you're going to be led down a path that's going to cause you lots of trouble. And that's why, by the way, for me, my heart is <laughs> I'd like to always go to truth. So if, if Linda right. invites me to or somebody else invites me to, hey, I'm not sure I agree with that. Hallelujah, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. God will get us there. Uh, exactly. It's beautiful. So. We could go on and on and on about this. This but, is a great question, though. I'm uh, but it was so a, glad I brought it up. And really, I think it's a real, yeah, a live action question that we're all walking in right yeah, now. Yeah, right so now, it's good. big time. Um, so uh, if you have more questions about that, of what do you do and how does that work and what about, uh, we can keep talking about this because this is this whole aspect of covenant life is for us to have uh, joy and, and wonder and excitement in a very difficult place. By the mm-hmm. way, we're fellow believers are really coming against us uh, with uh, things that, that I kind of know isn't true, but I don't want to lose the joy of living with God myself and be dragged onto their game as opposed to stay in, in God's kingdom. So right. it's, it's, it's really important. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing, and thank you, Trent, for sending that question yep. in. It is one that I know several other people have. It's a great discussion topic. Yep. So again, if any of you have questions, be, feel free to send them to questions at afjministry.com or put them on the YouTube channel, and we will be happy to bring them up and discuss them. And thank you, Rich, for sharing your wisdom, yep. as always. Yep. And thanks to everyone for joining us today. Yep. It's fun. We'll see you, see you later. Sounds great. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.